Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. You know where you are, the 9 at 9 with me, Tigo. And you know, if you're watching this live, May, second week of May, second Wednesday of May 2022, then Dr. Wah is coming up. And we're going to get to talk to her about understanding investing. Yeah, we're going to go a little deep in a really fast time. So sit right there. We'll be right back. Yep, you heard me right. We're going to talk about understanding investments and understanding investing. In this time when everybody's talking about crypto and metaverse and blah, 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 blah. If you don't understand basic investing, Bitcoin's going to drive you to drink. I'm just telling you. So we called Dr. Y and said, will you come and explain this to us? Hey, Dr. Y, you out there? Hey, Tigo. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm fabulous. That's awesome. Okay. We're, you know, Bitcoin and and stock market and investing in business and people don't understand the basic, you know, like we did in college, the basic 101 of what investing is. Can you kind of give us a little tip, an introduction to that? Yeah, investing is something that they don't teach us in school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so there's a lot of when people hear the word investing they get cold feet because there's just so much out there, right? So learning, just like we go to learn anything, you have to be on the journey of educating yourself in whatever asset class you want to start investing in. But, and you have to understand each investment class, the pros and cons and the risk adjustment for each asset class. And so when you're investing, you know, and I have a very, um, Jaime and I have a very diverse approach to how we invest and really have our money work for us. And so it's, it's, it's really important when you're trying to budget out and you do a financial analysis of where you are and really set aside an X amount of your, you know, and make that part of your routine when you budget out to see what percentage do you automatically set aside that that's going to be investing money. Because the goal of investing is having your money work for you instead of you working for your money. And so learning the different, you know, there's a lot of shiny objects out there in the world. Oh, yeah. Investments. Everywhere there's an opportunity to invest. Some are good. Some are bad. Some, you know, they're just all over. So my biggest thing about investing in whatever you want to invest in is properly educating and getting your your get around an expert who is successfully actually doing it in that space and really understand before you invest in that. 
You know, so when we talk about stock markets, right? And you hear a lot yeah. about crypto, you hear a lot about real estate. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you can invest your money in. So I always encourage people to at least learn the asset class specifically in what you're investing in and its reputation and its trust with someone that you know who's in the space. Now, you mentioned earlier, and it's so true, they don't teach this in school. You know, I didn't get it between geometry and trigonometry. There was no investing class in between. But then again, I graduated a long time ago. So hopefully it's better now. Um, but when people are deciding, how do they first start? Do they do they go, oh, I love real estate, so I'll research that. Oh, crypto sounds good. I'll research that. Or should they like reach out to a certain kind of individual? How do they get started in the very, very first step? So it, it first depends on how much money you have to start with in the world of investing, right? And it also depends on your risk tolerance, your age, and kind of what the long-term goal in, in the investing world is. So most people will start off, usually if you're at work and you have a 401k where they match it or something like that, right, you can right. set a small, aside, a small amount on the side. But that's kind of the traditional way that we've been taught, like, hey, go ahead and maximize and use that. Roth mm -hmm. IRAs, we're taught a little bit about that. But the real estate world is a world that we hear a lot of wealth. 90% of wealth somehow is in the real estate asset. But that's one of the biggest asset classes that people just want to dip, dip their feet in and get kind of lost in because it's so diverse in the real estate space. So right. the first question is, if you're investing into the real estate space, do you want to be active or do you want to be passive? And so when you're first getting your feet, you know, just wet and you're learning, I encourage people to passively invest and learn the ropes first before they're trying to put out a whole lot of money and go do it on their own, unless they get into a mentorship program and they have the time and really want to get their, that's what they actively want to do. And they have the time and money set aside to be able to do that, to cushion themselves. But if not, the best way is to passively invest, leverage an experienced team to do the real estate um, and then go from there, whether it's single family, whether it's multifamily, there's all these different models where you can passively invest and leverage an experienced team to do the work for you. What about angel investors? What about, you know, a cousin, a brother, a sister is starting a business and, you know, you got a little nest egg and you want to help them out. So you're thinking... Hey, I'll go in. I'll I'll be a, an angel investor and I'll help you get your business started. Is that something that that you would recommend? How did you how would you approach that if it was you? Yeah, if you're an angel investor, just know that if you're looking for cash flow up front, that that's not the vehicle. If you're looking for like, OK, I, it might be a few years. It's a you know, so. Um, depends on the business, depends on how much you know about it or what you believe in the person carrying that. So it's it's kind of more like, yes, you can have a high reward if they go public or something with the company, but it just don't don't try to depend on that money for any cash flow. So if you're like, well, I don't care about cash flow and I don't really need that money for it, even if it took five or six years, I'm okay with that money sitting there. And if it's a small amount or whatnot and can potentially be a large amount, then that's something that you have to see that, that maybe, but you have to really, there's a lot of angel investor opportunities. We do do a few of them. We're angel investors, but we have to really believe in the person, number one, 
and then the product or whatever services they're providing number two, but I always invest in the person. Let's go on the other end. Um, because I realized I've heard this a few times over the last couple of months where people are taking their full pension in a single check. You know, they're not doing it monthly over time. They want all their money now and they're finding themselves with a good little stack of money. And now they want to figure out how to be, you know, a part of a venture capitalist group or part of a hedge fund or, you know, be on a much on the much higher end scale. How do you research that? Is that something that you need to grow into and not just jump into? Because you can lose your old pension, right? You can. So that's a high risk. You know, when you're when you're taking your pension and you're depending on that and you're putting it, if you're putting a big chunk in all in one basket, in one egg, that's really a risky. That's I would consider that a risk. Um, a risky investment, right? Because if it's if you're a venture capitalist, that's it can do well, but then it can be very slow, you know. Mm. So I like to spread my, you know, I like tangible assets. I like things that I already know numbers exist, historical is there, it's stabilized. I know I'm going to get cash flow. I know it's going to appreciate. I know I'm going to get tax advantages like right now. And so I like to have a lot of my portfolio into the real estate space. But I am a venture capitalist. I am in crypto. I am in stock. I am in a lot of different things. But I know that I don't need that money at this time. And I know if those go south and I lose all of it potentially, that I will be yeah. okay. So the investment strategy has to be different for everyone. But if you're taking all of your pensions out and you're depending on that, that's that, that to me is a high risk. Okay. Okay. I totally understand it. And Alan already threw up the two minute warning. I swear his clock is fast. Um, so I know the one minute warning is coming very, very soon. And before I let you get out of here, can you tell them how do they get in touch with you? If they want to find your book, if they want to find about your practice or your real estate investments, how do they get in touch with you? They can find me on PassiveWealth23.com. PassiveWealth23.com. Okay, see, there's that one-minute warning. I knew it was coming. He's, he's so quick on the draw. So thanks, Dr. Wall. I can't wait to see what's going to happen next month because now we, we talked about raving fans. We talked about understanding investment. Ooh, what's coming in June? I can't wait to see. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Thank you, Tigo. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, I hope you'll come back next time especially the second week in June, because who knows what the good doctor is going to share with us then. And, you know, go to TigoDirect.com. If you did not get the web address, type in her name, type in investment. She'll come up. There's a little box. Send her a private message. She can reply to you. Okay. As you know, I'm Tigo, and I'll talk to you next time.